Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host, Damien Warren, but unfortunately not Toby today. So we're going to do the show a little bit differently. Toby is away skiing. He's enjoying himself. He will be back next week. And while he's away, rather than not putting out something, I've been looking back at the annuals that we have on the Super Rugby Podcast. And I've picked out two of my favorite ever podcasts that we've ever done. Some would say it's our best work. The first clip I'm going to put on is actually a podcast that never went out. It was a thing we did on for YouTube about how England lost the World Cup. Now, the reason why we pronounced it that or made the title that was because we had a lot of comments from a lot of you supporters saying, not how did South Africa win it, but England looks so strong. How do they lose it? So we did a special segment on that. And after that, I've got my favorite ever clip when me and Toby we give you our best ever super rugby 15. So anyway I hope you enjoy it but before we do that we have a little shout out for two teams over the weekend that really really shone bright which is the Highlanders for their first win this season and the Rebels for their first win this season. I mean the Rebels absolutely dominated over the weekend And the Highlanders never gave up. And when they won, it was like winning the World Cup for them, which is fantastic. Anyway, without further ado, first up is going to be the clip, which is how England lost the World Cup or how South Africa won it. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. 
everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast and the last of the last of the World Cup specials with your host, Tony Harris. I hadn't even finished. I hadn't even finished. Go on, you just say it, mate. Damien Warren. (laughs) I tell you what, that's like the third week in a row. That you have said it rather than me. Yes. Yeah. You just always, you, I think you're getting a bit too big why, for your boots, eh? That's why we're getting so many listeners. <laughs> this is a World Cup special, it and is. we've been asked this for our numerous supporters to dissect, not supporters. how, not how South we Africa, have supporters. not how South Africa won the World Cup, how England lost the World mm. Cup. So we're going to go it's over that It's on a lot now. of people's minds, isn't it, to be fair? It's on my one, but I know how they lost it because they're not very good. (laughs) Anyway. So this is a special (laughs) of the specials of all the specials put together. And it's a short one, mate. Please, if you're watching this on YouTube, you've come to the right place. If you're listening to us on YouTube on here. You haven't even got the symbol on there, man. (laughs) Your village, eh? (laughs) If you're listening to us on the podcast. Excuse me, tech crew. Some of this you'll miss out because we've got a little PowerPoint presentation. What have you done for the PowerPoint, mate? Uh, I've turned up. (laughs) Anyway, first up. So, is it going to work? Work. There we go. There we go. go. We we need to plug ourselves first. You go plug. You go plug. I'll go plug. You go plug. Okay, so uh, on Facebook... On the Facebook, uh, the Super Rugby Podcast. On Gmail, Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter, the Super Rugby Pod. Super Rugby Pod, at Super Rugby Pod. At Super Rugby Pod. Make sure you listen in. You subscribe. Subscribe. Like. Give us good reviews. You know, we're especially one person over here, Damien, is very good looking. He's now a vegan, which is very, very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> We won't those. go there right now, <laughs> but let's let's play on. Let's play on. So first up, the bus was late. Tobes. The bus was and late. People are saying that the reason why England lost the World Cup final was because the bus was late. I thought that as well, but then I came to my senses and thought, absolute rubbish of England. You've you've come up with a really good point. Actually, you've heard rumours. I've heard rumours. No, no rumours here. Apparently, Edie Jones. Knowing that in Japan, traffic was going to be an issue. When they turned up to play Ireland in the Six Nations competition, again, they knew they had to win to win it. They purposely turned up late for that game. So that's interesting, isn't it? That's that's smart, really. Smart. So he knew that it was going to be an issue. Arguably, if you know it's going to be an issue, why not just leave it earlier? Yeah. (laughs) Google Google Maps. Maps. (laughs) But anyway, so Quality. no, the bus being late was not the reason yeah. why they lost. No. Next up, they played their final against New Zealand. Now, I'd have to agree with this. I would have to agree with this. But I did say before this match, I said whoever wins the New Zealand-England match will go on to win the Rugby World Cup. And you were wrong. I was very wrong. I was very wrong. So the reason why I'm going to disagree and I'm going to say it wasn't an issue was because when they won that game, England, they had a very muted response to it. They weren't celebrating. They didn't get over sort of excited. Well, they moved them, on to the next match, didn't they? Business as usual. Yeah. Business as usual. Now, arguably, they also played a day earlier than South Africa. So South Africa had a day less to recover. Yeah. That's massive. That's massive. A day less to recover 
24 hours from battering each other from battering yeah. each other and they they only won in the last minutes of the game as in you know the Welsh South African game yeah that's so it was true. a much more tougher more physical game yeah so yeah they played great rugby but you can't say they played their final out there because they had an extra day to recover they'd planned for it you know Eddie Jones has been talking about winning the World Cup not coming second yeah true you know he so, said it from the start though hasn't he Next up, mate. People I, are know, coming when out. I, when I first saw that, I was like, coffee? They're making coffee? Juicing. But it, yeah. Juicing, mate. So South Africa team have been juicing. So we have heard some stories about... We have, but they did get pinged for it before the World Cup, didn't they? Yeah, and apparently during the World Cup, you know, you're heavily tested. Yeah, of course. So are. if anyone else is being juicing then it would have been brought up by now. And also, I just think it's a bit of sour grapes. Do you like that, mate? Juicing? But sour you don't really if you don't know what juicing grapes. is, people might know not. But you don't, no, you don't really juice grapes. Well, mate. You, you, make, you, you make wine, mate. <laughs> you make wine. But people might know what juicing is. So we're talking about taking steroids or banned substances. Yes, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, not an issue because they Sh- get tested shooting a lot. Up. Shooting up. Shooting up. Shooting up in vain. <laughs> Next up, mate. Next up. The South Africans are bigger and stronger than England. They're more physically dominating. Now, I would say the same, but you've, you've, I've got a stat here. 20 kgs heavier in the front row. Not in the front row, mate, in the forward That's pack. what I said. That's what I said. So 900 kgs, this is amazing, isn't it? 900 kgs for, for South eight, Africa. For eight people. Right, 920 kgs for... England. England. That's ridiculous. They've it's eaten heavy, some mate. serious beef burgers or vegan burgers. Loads of sushi, mate. Loads of sushi. But you can't have that if you're a vegan. Maybe it was because Maybe. England were fatter. That's why they lost. Because they were fatter than South Africa. What do you reckon? <laughs> Too many pies. <laughs> Another one. It's not on here, mate. But Sinclair, Sinclair going Sinclair, down early. Yeah, they've, they've, they have said that. You know, they lost it in the first two minutes. Yeah. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no too. Because Dane Cole. Quality. Is he a 90-minute player, 80-minute no. player, sorry? Don't get me wrong. It had an impact on yes. the game. Yeah. Had an impact on the game. But he's a better scrummager than Kyle. So, therefore... Oh, you're on first, first name basis. <laughs> well, yeah, mate. G'day, yeah. Kyle. I'd ring him up before. It's, yeah, right. I'm going to call you Kyle. <laughs> um, so, I don't think it had an impact. I do, I don't get me wrong. I do think it had an impact on the game. Yes. But I don't think it's the reason why they lost. No, I agree. We're getting close to the reason why they lost, yes. in our yes. opinion. But up next... One more. Oh, two more. A the, two, referee. Yeah, the referee. <laughs> the referee. <laughs> the referee wasn't great for both teams, though, was Jerome, it? Jerome. Jerome. You know, it wasn't one-sided. No, and I think people were quite tough on him to say that he gave away lots of penalties at scrum time. But they also, if you watch the game, and you really watch the game, and you're a neutral like me and you, yes, you would have also neutral. picked up that he did reset quite a few scrums. They did. So, you know, he was... If he wasn't guessing, I don't think he was guessing. I think he. No, but you could, you, you can't always blame him. You know, if he's on the other side, and the scrum goes down the opposite side to him, he's relying on the touch judge, isn't he? Or the touchy. <laughs> I think some some referees they don't know what's going on in the front row. But I actually think one of his strengths is that he does. I think he genuinely does know what he's going. Look at him. He is a prop row, isn't he? Prop. Forward, mate. Look at him. Just look spit at it him. out, mate. Just spit it out, eh? <laughs> We've got last one more. One more, mate. 
matchups. Oh, South Africa had the better team than England. People are saying yes. No, no. Well, let's just take they away were... the final. Okay, so England didn't play very well in the final, as we know. South Africa played fantastically in the final. Was that the reason why? If we look at the teams, let's look at the teams now. So there's not many going before the final. There's not many of that team and the England team that I would have swapped for South African players. Now, there are some, some. Colby for Johnny May. Yeah, definitely. But you definitely have Tuolangi. You definitely would have had Ford. Yes. 100% would have had Ford. You would have had been, okay, Faf de Klerk, quality player. Ben Young's in this tournament had been absolutely great kicking superb. game. Kicking game wasn't great against New Zealand. No. But then kicking game was very good in the final. Big Billy, Vermeulen. Vermeulen oh. was amazing in the he, final. Did he get player of the final? Oh, yeah. I think I he think did. I think he did. Player, yeah. And th- you mean Steph Toy? Yes. Quality. You'd say over, over Sam. Yeah. But the, I think where I would agree was I don't think England's bench was anywhere near as good as South African's bench. Nowhere near as good. You look at the quality they've got. Malcolm, Malcolm Marks. Oh, you'd have him in Stephen any Stephen Kitsoff. Yeah. You'd also go and say, look, this France. Francois Lowe. Low quality player. Uh, Yankees, France, not the best, but. No, but he's young and he's pretty whippy and snappy. <laughs> but Stain. Stain. Massive boot, eh? So you bring him on Huge. for those Size games. 54. Something like that. I think he's kicked over 60 metres. He has. Yeah, of course. In the game. So let's get to the real reasons why we think that England actually lost. First one, the Eddie Jones effect. Steady Eddie. Eddie's been amazing. He's, he's driven the England team all the way near near to the final. Yeah. But. Well, Eddie, he, did, he did drive them to the final. <laughs> but, just didn't win it. Yeah, he didn't win it. The problem with Eddie is he is a little bit arrogant. Okay. And I think his game plans, he's very stringent in his game plans. So he's got game plan number or letter A. He doesn't often have game plan B, C. Because no. he, he backs himself to his game plan. to be to, fair, they've done pretty well on that. Yeah, they have. They have. The problem came where I think he felt that he could beat South Africa up. I think he could match yeah. them toe-to-toe. And But you you look back and you could go... Yeah, I, I agree with him. I agree with him. But then on the day, it just didn't work. No, not at all. And then England didn't have game plan B or C yeah. or D. And I think South Africa possibly wouldn't have had game plan B, C or D either, mm. but their game plan A was big enough. And, they, and it worked. They physically... So they didn't need B or C. Yeah. They got over the game line. They got the ball down in their own 22, their opposition 22. They got the penalties. They kicked the goals. And, and we always say, don't we, even in Super Rugby... If a South African team gets a lead... Yeah, it's so oh, hard to wow. catch them. Real hard to catch yeah. them, isn't it? And it was the same. Yeah, absolutely. Right, next up. Their game, game plan. plan. Their yeah. game plan was spot on, wasn't it? Do you know, before the game started, Rassi had made the, made the decision he was going to play 40-minute front rows. So those front rows, the beast, yeah, they knew... That they just had to they go kill hammer into the yeah. correct. <clears throat> and they knew that they were going to replace the whole front row after 40 minutes. Now, England was with Sink, Sink, Sinclair. Sinclair going down. Yeah. You know, Dane, Dane Cole knew he had to play the whole game. Yeah. Hard. 
and he was thinking that when he, you know, you think he's 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 warmed up, but he's thinking I'm not going to get on here for yeah. sixty minutes, and then boom, you're on. He's gone into that scrum, not mentally ready, and he's no. been absolutely boomed, he's and he's been, been boomed, boomed, done boomed. like a dog, dog's dinner, mate. Yeah. Their game plan was to dominate England yeah. in the scrums. We're going to go at them for 40 minutes, but then we're going to swap out. So you guys, you boys, hammer and tongs. Yeah. And the quality they had coming off the bench was exceptional. Was, was quality. Exceptional. Yeah. Next up, mate. Better goal kicker, Pollard. Better big time positional fly half. Our, our positional fly half or Owen Farrell. Then Owen Farrell. Owen Farrell's playing at 12. Yes. George Ford's playing at 10. George Ford's fantastic attacking fly half. Yeah. But his game management isn't anywhere near as good as Pollard's game management. And there it goes. Farrell was playing at 12. And you know I'm not a big fan of Farrell playing at 10. No. Yeah. But in a tight match like this, possibly they made the wrong call putting Ford out there and leaving him out there for the prolonged period of time that they did. Yeah, maybe. They maybe. showed their cards real early. If, if Ford had been coming off the bench, possibly that would have given them the impact they needed to change the game up when it happened. But him going onto the bench was a real problem in this game. England are babies, mate. There's Young. only two players who possibly won't make the next World Cup. Well, Coles is one of them. Yeah. And... Um, Tuilangi? Not no Tuilangi's fine. Okay. Second row player. Tool. Courtney. Courtney. Courtney Laws. Laws. Courtney Laws. Mm. Those are the only two that wow. really, when you look at their numbers, aren't going to potentially make. It make. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. Good Even though they're though, really young, they had more caps than South Africa. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Wow. I think a lot of that comes from South Africa players. Often the backline of South Africa's. Very young in caps, aren't they? Very young in caps. And also, a lot of those players play overseas for yeah. three years, come back for the World Cup. Yeah. So, that's very interesting as well. Something maybe a lot of the other teams might have to start thinking about doing. New Zealand, maybe. Really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, li- I like that they've kept it pure. I love how they kept it pure, but it's something that maybe if you've played a certain number of test matches, maybe you maybe, could be... yeah, that's what South Africa have done, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, Absolutely. They had more big-time players. We're going to go back and look at this, but they had some big-time players. Vili LaRue had been rubbish all World Cup. He had dropped 15 balls in the World Cup. He didn't drop one in the final. No, he he was quality, wasn't he? It's a Beth, big-time player. Malcolm Marks, big-time player. Yeah. The Beast. The Beast has been in hibernation for four years. <laughs> in fact, he's been in hibernation for 10 years. When they played the Lions when he was real young, 10 years right. ago, he'd done over the Lions prop. No one had ever seen anyone. That's where he no, got his yeah. name from, the, the beast. beast, at that yeah. point. He's been good every Test match since, Yeah, but he was absolutely amazing in that final. And and it doesn't stop there. Pollard's a big-time player. I mean, for, uh, Farrell's a big-time player, Yeah, but there's just not enough of them yet for England. And we're going to look at that team I just say, Eddie Jones looks young there, eh? That's because I've gone um, label for reuse copyright. Oh, really? <laughs> it's all that came up for Eddie Jones. And they had no luck. Against no. New Zealand, England had so much. The bounce of the ball went their way. I'm not saying that they were lucky to win. They weren't lucky to win. 
they thoroughly deserved their win. They had the rub of the green. But they definitely had the rub of the green. And they didn't have any rub of the green on the fi- no. in the final. But no. South Africa did. They had all the rub of the green. Everything went their way. Game plan went perfectly. Yeah. Uh, it could have very easily gone in the other direction, but it didn't for them. So let's have a look at those teams again. You look at the big-time players that have got. The Beast. It's a Beast. It's a Beast. You've, you've got to say Steph de Toy, the Mulan. Yeah. I mean, he's an absolute I tell you unit. what, Faf de Klerk yeah. is a good big-time player, isn't he? Absolutely. And then yeah. Willie LaRue. Willie LaRue. Yeah. Fantastic. And then off the bench. Look at that quality coming off the bench. The, the try in the final oh, by wow. Colby. Well, the Colby try. Colby oh. try. Yeah. Just st- Owen Farrell had nothing. We enjoyed that. Flung out we? his arm. <laughs> it was too little too late anyway, but... Yeah, I did feel Good. I did feel a little bit sorry for Farrell on that. He'd been kind of sewn up the river uh, by, by his inside men, by his inside <laughs> men going, "Go on, you, 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 you take him, you take yeah, him." Yeah, but surely he'd sh- show on the sideline. You wouldn't Owen show. Farrell, him. You wouldn't show on the side. Would you show wow. on the side? There's no way I would be showing Colby the sideline. I I would rather get beaten on the outside than get stepped on the inside. Yeah, no, definitely. But you got to remember it. You wouldn't want to do either. So plus hindsight is very good thing. Isn't so it? you sit there and you go, I'd show on the outside. He'd take it and beat you. Run at me. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, you're a lot quicker than most of us. So, but yeah, I mean, and what a tough guy to mark, and it yeah. just showed he had no space. Uh, Although Anthony Watson. Tough guy to mark. Oh yeah, they shut him out the game, didn't they? They just shut him. I mean, you just look. They none of none of these guys. Elliot Daly didn't have a great game. No. Tuolangi hardly got the ball. May didn't have much. Farrell struggled. Yeah. Ford definitely struggled. But I mean, it's hard to be Ford and Farrell when you've got a Ford pack going nowhere. Yes. When you've got able. no good ball. And the other thing you got to remember is South Africa were amazing at the breakdown. They turned over far more ball yeah. than South Africa, and that was another area. You know, you think their lineout was better, their scrum was was just a little bit better, <laughs> mm. um, and their breakdown was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And their 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 positioning, their game plan, it was a little bit like England was so much better than New Zealand in every yes. area. Well, unfortunately, the Springboks. But we're going to get to the real point. Yes, the real reason why I think England lost. There's two things for me that were a big, big difference. First one is defensive line, okay? So you look at who they played in their road to the final. England played Tonga, not known for their fast defense. Argentina, not known for their defense. USA? Uh, USA, So are not. No, they're not. (laughs) They didn't play France. You've spelled Argentina wrong as well, mate. Mate, uh, thanks for pointing that out. Rookie, thanks for pointing rookie. that out. France didn't even play them. All right? No, and They that's played right. Australia, not known for their fast defence. New Zealand have a very soft defence. And then they hit South Africa. They've gone six weeks not playing quick defence, up in your face, pressure, pressure, yeah. pressure, and they get hit blind. Is that where we by. went wrong as well? I think we've really known it's a weakness of ours and we've really yeah. tried to go about fixing it. I think we actually pretty much did fix it until the England game. And then we, I don't know what we were doing. Then you go to South Africa, they played New Zealand, they lost, of course. Does that mean that we were champs? Yes, no. it does. Uh, <laughs> Namibia, Italy, Canada, Japan, Wales. You'd have to say they had a slightly easier run into that final. I'd, 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 I'd say so as well. Yeah, so, you know, you look at that and you say the defensive line. Now, normally England would 
would be comfortable with that. Yeah. Because they're playing Wales, Ireland, quick line defence. But they haven't done it for six weeks. No. And then bang. Yeah. World Cup final. In your face. Pressure on. Yeah. In your face. And they were really, really up quick. Like, they were up quicker than anyone else they I'd seen. They up quicker than England. Up quicker than England, yeah. The Mandela effect. So 1995, yeah. South Africa won the World Cup. Arguably facing an even stronger team in the All Blacks at the time than maybe South Africa were facing Greatest England. ever All Black team? Possibly the greatest ever All Black team. But they won it because they were playing for more than just themselves. Yeah. They were playing for a nation and that bloke there, weren't they? And I'd probably say what Razzie Erasmus did and what he said about pressure was absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't heard this, unbelievable. He said, I'm not worried about pressure. Pressure is about losing a family member in a, in a, you know, to murder. Yeah, It's about not having a job. It's about not not having enough food on the table. That's pressure. Playing rugby is an honour. Yeah, and it's a and it's a it's, it's an opportunity fun. to give hope. And so those players went out there on that Saturday, and they were playing not for them not for themselves as a team. Yeah. They were playing for a nation. That is pretty hard to stop. Yeah, it is. Isn't pretty it? hard to stop. Every single opportunity they had, they were thinking, "I'm going to take this not just for me, but for my family and for our." Unfortunately, you would say, and they've said it, they're broken country at the moment, trying to bring it back together. Yeah. To be fair, England had the nation in the stadium. They did, yeah. There so many, so many white shirts there, eh? But it didn't matter, mate. No, it didn't. Didn't, didn't matter. There was no. actually, to be fair, there's a lot of South African shirts there as well. But yeah, definitely more English shirts mm. than South African shirts. That's it, mate. That was short and sharp, wasn't it? Short, sharp. Maybe we should Tasty. do these more. <laughs> Little snack. <laughs> So up next, we are going to, next week, we are going to do a little quick one to do our 5,000 slash 10,000 download special where you send in some questions about us, how what we are like, what we do. Uh, we're going to tell you all the secrets to the YouTube Rugby <laughs> Podcast. No secrets there anyway. But until next week, yes, it's been an absolute pleasure as Again? always. Yep, as always. Do you want to press? Oh, yeah. Is it number three? Number one, mate. Number oh, one. Oh, number one. I thought you would have learned by now. Over and out. Well, I really hope you enjoyed that. And it was definitely a clip that we got a lot of play on YouTube. I'm sure that some of you be aware we, we normally get, you know, not a lot of views, but on that particular clip, 21 or 22,000 people viewed that. And we had about 250 abusive comments <laughs> from our South African supporters. No, it wasn't abusive. It was just pointing out that South Africa thoroughly deserved to win that game. And we're not arguing they thoroughly did. But next up is our best ever 15 for, from Super Rugby. Uh, we've tried to be really uh, fair on this one. And where appropriate, we've gone 50-50 on different countries. But it was really a podcast that I enjoyed doing with Tobois. Uh, and hopefully you'll enjoy it too, if you haven't already listened to it. Enjoy. So, mate, we've had a wee discussion, haven't we? We have had a little discussion. Off, off air. Off air. Was um, it a heated discussion? It wasn't, was no, it? We were pretty heated, much, we, pretty much were in agreement yeah, with each other. Yeah. 
So, here we go. Now, I tell you what, before I even start, if you have any disagreements <laughs> or agreements... Send those to Toby, because I know exactly what he's going to say. Send it to me. No. Can you uh, let us know on uh, either the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com or... Uh, Twitter on at, the Twitter rugby at, super at rugby pod. super rugby pod. Come on, mate. you deal with it. Or not. Number one, who have you gone for? Can I just say, I've had an absolute shocker, and you're gonna you're gonna go there. Uh, I'm gonna cross out that, and I'm gonna put someone else in. But you go number one, mate. Uh, Oz Durant. Yeah, absolutely, Big Oz. Yeah. We, we we spoke about Big Oz, legend of the game. Looked 55, made me look young. I know that's very difficult. Um, I mean, you're, ha- a, you're handsome. You could not move him. You could not no. move him in those times. It was a brick, is, brick wall, wasn't that it? That is his job. Yeah. That is his job. Number two, I've gone for Sean Fitzpatrick. So have I, yeah. Wonderful player, wonderful leader, wonderful guy as well. I have actually really met him. Really nice guy. I have actually met him. I've seen him on TV before, so <laughs> I've pretty much met him too. And he, and he was as good as... I hope for. Yeah. And that's not always the case. No, that's right. Not always no. the case. Uh, number three, we've gone, well, I've gone Tony Woodcock. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Love Tony. Um, Tony is your, if people say, what is a stereotypical Kiwi bloke like? It'd be Tony Woodcock. Yeah. A little bit quiet. <laughs> Coming from two Kiwis that aren't quiet. <laughs> a little bit quiet. Hardworking. Yeah. Likes to go under the radar. Literally just put his head where no one else would. Yeah, absolutely. With this team, we have tried to cover all countries in yes. Super Rugby as well. We have tried. So if there are some slightly odd choices, when it was 50-50, we went for someone not from New Zealand yeah. rather than just being biased towards New Zealand. Number four, mate. Oh, these were some really tough picks, these, weren't they? But I think they were, well, were they though? I think they were pretty straightforward. Well, one was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, true. But the other one. So you, I've gone for Victor Matfield. You agreed straight away. Yeah, yep, straight away. Manicured beard to an inch of his life. I love that. <laughs> I actually he had loved, nice long hair. He had long I, hair, I, mate. I actually, for the one, one guy who had long hair, do you know why? Because he respected the fact that I don't like rock, and he covered it up with a scrum cap. <laughs> what about Shabal? Love Shabal. He Shabal's had long, long hair. I mean, we're not going to pick him, but he had long hair, and he was an absolute mate, bloody ruffian. He played wasn't super he? rugby anyway, no, has I, he? I, did I say he did? I was literally not going to pick him. Okay, not even right. eligible. Right, so, right, you just <laughs> need to shut your mouth. Number Bucky's five. Bucky's Borter. Yeah, we went for Bucky's Borter because we just felt you needed that. The enforcer. The enforcer, and he is the enforcer. But then you could have picked Brody Retallick, Reuben Thorne, not Reuben Thorne, <laughs> Brad Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> Thorne. He was a good no, player, mate. He was, was a good he? player. Mate. Like, wasn't that good? No. Um, Brad Thorne. Yeah. You yeah, forgot I, about Brad No, Thorne. I didn't. Like, Imagine he, Brad Thorne and Bucky's Borter in the same team. The only problem is when you have too many red cards. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of them is going to get caught, isn't yeah. he? Uh, Number six. Who have you gone now for? Now, you've changed your mind on I this. I have changed my mind. Who have you changed mind? it to? Matera. Oh, you're spot on. Because we didn't go, we didn't, he wasn't in that. Eligibility yeah. for South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, yeah. but he comes into this team and and he's do you know he's twenty five. Is he only twenty? <laughs> he's only twenty five. Wait for this though. He's overseas next year. Where's he going? Not sure. Oh, that would have been a good step. I think, though. I think he's going. Is he going to, to sales? 
I thought he was going to sail. He might. I don't know. You've asked me a question I don't know the answer to. No, so is, why are you trying rare. to pick it out of nowhere? I just think... Which is rare. <laughs> God, get a grip. Right, okay. Number seven. Richie. Has to be. Richie. Who would lead that team? No, that was going to... Oh, that was going to be my question at the very end. Who would be the captain? Sean Fitzpatrick's. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he for, well, maybe I'm just a little bit biased, I sort of grew up. Richie was a great player and led by example and set high standards he for did, the All Blacks. He? he also changed the culture a little bit when it was going slightly what about, south. What about Victor Matfield? No, I just don't know he him also, well enough. <laughs> I don't know him at all, mate, I just know his name. Um, he he also led from by example, didn't he? Oh, without doubt. Yeah. It, just the nicest guy on and off camera, apparently, that you could ask for as oh, well. Really? <clears throat> Eight. Kefu? Oh, yeah. Now, this was a tough one, and this was one of those yeah. ones that kind of go 50-50. I also said Zinzan Brook, but then you shun that pretty quick. No, I just thought that Kefu has had so many, so much impact. He had a good running game too, didn't he? Great running game. Yeah. Oh, just a fantastic player. Zin- Zinni, amazing. Kieran Reid, fantastic, but we're going to give it to Kefu we were 50-50 on it, yeah. and we just gave it to Kefu. Yeah. Nine. Now, this was an incredibly tough decision. Because one thing, you mentioned Aaron Smith. George Gregan. George, we didn't even mention George Gregan at the no. time. What a player he was. Will Genia, another yeah. great player. Justin Marshall. Well, <laughs> no, Justin Marshall was a great player. But was he, it, he wasn't great. No, no. He wasn't, I'm sorry, but he wasn't a great player. He was a great player. He was not a great, just because he was a Crusaders player doesn't mean that he's a great player. I'm going to say to you this: We could put you, this. We could put this on the Twitter. We could actually. Um, we could this do could a whole a special on no, the fact this, that I know more about rugby than you do, and that I normally because you're older. That's it. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is. I'm, I tell you what. I'm going to. I think no. We're I, putting I, that on the Twitter. I agree with you with the fact that Justin Marshall didn't have the natural ability. And all it's going to be, yeah, you know, you're listening oh, to me now. On, all okay. it's going to be, Justin Marshall, legend. Or not? No, you said is or I said great, a great player, player. Okay. great player, I'll put that on. or not? Justin Marshall, great player or not? Yes, please vote wisely, everyone. Um, so we went for Just Van der Vesthuizen. Yeah, because you just can't. Uh, wow, what a what a talent! What a great player! What a competitor! Yeah, he had a great passing game, a great running game, a great, great kicking, kicking game. game. Now, ten wasn't a difficult pick at all. No. Very easy. Dan Carter? Yeah, had to be. Or, or Major Moons, <laughs> is what you said last week. I really <laughs> thought you were serious when you did that. <laughs> no, uh, definitely Dan Carter at yeah. 12. At 12, gone Nonu. We've gone Nonu, definitely. Yeah. And at 13, I've gone Bunce, you've gone Smith. Conrad, yeah. We've had a little bit of support for Bunce. Yeah. Um, we will put that poll up this weekend to see who, who wins that but for me it was definitely Bunce because I grew up with him and he was a fantastic player understated at times as well did just always was up for those big games 11 Lomu yeah I'm sorry but it has to be Lomu doesn't it 100% I don't think anyone out there is disagreeing with that but who'd you put on the other wing well I wasn't sure and then we we talked about well, um, so you could go Habana Habana Oh my god, we didn't even think about Havana. Oh my god, we, yeah, Rico, Rico, Jeff Wilson. You mentioned terrible shot. <laughs> I've gone for David Campisi. Yeah. 
We've both put that in. Now, what I loved about Dave Campisi was that he did a few things that were just like, sort of just so cool. Quirky. Quirky, quirky. Mm. One, he used to play sometimes on the right wing, sometimes on the left wing, but he'd always wear 11. (laughs) Loved that. Loved that fact. Um, He also was kind of the first guy not to go and sort of stand opposite the, the, the hucker. And he used to go and kick balls down the other end. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact I wonder that why that was. He was scared, mate. <laughs> now, scared. I can't remember the name of the winger at the time. He was a big, big fella. Can't remember the name. To a to a Oh, yeah. Inga the winger. Inga the winger. Inga the winger. The good story, I think. Oh, God, here we go. Before the Bledisloe Cup. If you've got plenty of time... Then you'll listen to the whole story. If you don't, just re- just fast forward a little bit. So Inga the Winger, before the Blizzo Cup, sent David Campisi, right, a poster of him, but just half of it, so the bottom half. Right. So he sent it in the mail to him, so that he opened up his mail and he had half of Inga the Winger, right. the bottom half, which was pretty impressive. He was, he was a big, big lad. And then the day before hey. the game, he sent him the top was he, half. Was he clothed? <laughs> Imagine that. Starkers. <laughs> that might have been really impressive. So I've gone for, uh, yeah, Dave Campisi. I've tried to spell his name. I won't be putting that on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Number 15. Uh, well, you've got Ben Smith, who ben you're, Smith. you're a big fan. I'm a big fan of Ben Smith. Israel Falau. Or Christian, Christian Cullen or we've, Andre Joubert. We've, well, I'm uh, Christian Cullen. Yeah. Had to be, didn't it? I love Andre Joubert. Um but Cullen, amazing. Falau's pretty close, though. Falauer. Falauer, sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Uh, ben Smith, for me, uh, what a great player. But yeah. but I I just can't put him up there with Cullen or Falau. No, no. Oh. But I would, I, would put, I would put Ben Smith a, 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 before Jubeer. I'd put him in front of Falauer. Yeah, well, yeah. I like how we're just saying... His name Falawa now. Yeah. <laughs> so that is our team. Yeah, that's our team. Bloody good team. And if you've got a different team, please let us know. Uh, there's a multitude there of different things. We we, we talked about Kruger. Should we put him in? Uh, Venta. I mean, there's some awesome there's, players yeah. that have missed out as well. Yeah. Uh, also, someone mentioned Jerry Collins. What yeah. a great shout that is. Yeah. Jerry Collins. God, he, he was could hit, couldn't he? What, I mean, he had the biggest guns, I think, out of anyone in the All Blacks ever. Did he? Yeah. I, I heard a story once that I think they were in South Africa, and um, the night before a game, someone walked in and he was just out the window, just with a fag. I think he was quite a heavy smoker. I got a great story about Jerry Collins. Oh, okay. Another another one. He ha- always have to one up me, eh? He was he was um, he was going to play for the um, Barbarians, right? He was over to play for the Barbarians. And he was in the pub, and some bloke walked in and said, "Oh, hi, Jerry, big fan of yours. Um, can you come play club rugby for my team tomorrow?" And Jerry was, "Oh, yeah, I'll come play. You know what? What forms do I need to fill in?" He goes, "Oh, you just fill in a registration form when you get there." Yeah. So anyway, the guy turns up to the uh, to his club, and he's like, "Oh, lads, lads, lads! You'll not believe who I saw yesterday. I saw Jerry Collins." And he said he'd come and play for us. And they're all like, uh, he turned up and played for them. Did he really? And then he wore their socks when he played for no, the Barbarians. No, he didn't. He did, yeah. Which country was this in? In England. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've no idea. What, you know, it's a story. Oh, that that's I, a great story. Great story. And that shows actually the quality of the yeah. man. Yeah. He just wanted to play some rugby. He just wanted to play rugby, yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. Next up, mate, we are going to 
I'm not used to Oh, going to do the quiz. He's going to do the quiz. Come on, mate. How and that will forget? be the finish of our show. Well, we are going to very quickly go over the games that we've seen already, but we're going to do the quiz, which has been a number of weeks, about a month off, mate. Yeah. Uh, and I've got some great questions for you. Oh, God. So that is it for another week. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Uh, Toby will be back with us in the studio next week where we will be dissecting, among a lot of things, whether or not there should be a salary cap for all teams in the Super Rugby. Not just that, but many others. And I'm sure we'll have some voice questions to go over as well from our wonderful listeners, you guys. But please, if you would like to get hold of us, it's the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. The Twitter, the Facebook, the works, please do not uh, just feel like you can get hold of us and ask us any of the questions that you'd like to answer us. But until next week, it's been an absolute pleasure. Over and out. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.